and a very warm welcome to our Daily Prep podcast. It's Ruth here and uh, it is Wednesday today, Wednesday the 23rd. Hope you're all having a really good week, whatever it is that you're up to. Um, It looks like we are heading into a few more cases. What's difficult is that it's not in this area and that's where I find it difficult that you know, the cases in this area are relatively low, much lower than other places like up north and, you know, the bigger cities. We're in the middle of, you know, Somerset, Somerset. So, yeah, I think, well, anyway, it doesn't matter what I think. Um, there we go. doesn't matter what I think, does it? Nobody listens. Nobody, nobody in, in government anyway listens to me. As far as I'm aware, don't think they do. I haven't had any phone calls from Dominic Cummings recently, so uh, until he does, then I'll assume that my opinion doesn't matter. Um, anyway, let's uh, pray together this Wednesday, this fine Wednesday. It's going to rain today, by the way, again. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouths shall proclaim your praise. O Lord, our Governor, how glorious is your name in all the world. Your majesty above the heavens is praised, out of the mouths of babes at the breast. You have founded a stronghold against your foes, that you might still the enemy and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you have ordained, what are mortals that you should be mindful of them, mere human beings that you should seek them out? Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. And so as we rejoice in the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So we're carrying on in 1 Timothy chapter 1 and this is verse uh, 12 down to 14. 1 Timothy 1, 12 to 14. I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has given me strength that he considered me trustworthy, appointing me to his service. Even though I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man, I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Almost every time we talk with affluent folks about God's will to end poverty, someone says, but didn't Jesus say the poor will always be with you? Many of the people who whip out this verse have grown quite insulated and distant from the poor and feel defensive. I usually gently ask, where are the poor? Are the poor among us? The answer is usually a clear negatory. As we study the scriptures, we see how many texts we have misread, contextualised and exegeted to hear what we want to hear. Like this one about the poor being among us, which Jesus says in the home of a leper, and after a poor marginalised woman anoints his feet with perfume. The poor were all around him. Far from saying in defeat that we should not worry about the poor, since they will always be among us, Jesus is pointing the church to her true identity. She is to live close to those who suffer. The poor will always be among us because the empire will always produce poor people and they will find a home in the church, a citizenship in the kingdom of God where the hungry are filled with good things and the rich are sent empty away. 
I heard that Gandhi, when people asked him if he was a Christian, would often reply, ask the poor, they will tell you who the Christians are. The old saying goes, live simply that others may simply live. Simplicity is very popular nowadays. All the time I get invited to speak at conferences on simple living, and I'm offered nice honorariums to do it. People write books on simplicity and make lots of money. It's a weird thing. There are plenty of liberals who talk about poverty and injustice, but rarely encounter the poor living detached lives of socially responsible but comfortable consumption. And there are plenty of Christians who talk about how much God cares for the poor, but don't know any poor folks. There is nothing more sickening than talking about poverty over a fancy dinner. Or how about this one? I once saw an advertisement for a dialogue on global starvation and the sign boldly read, Refreshments will be served. It's too bad that living simply has to be so complicated. Responsible living is a paradox, as it often stirs up questions of privilege. It takes a lot of money or land to tread lightly on the earth. My neighbours don't eat organic. Most of them can't afford to shop at the trendy natural food stores, if there were one anywhere near us. One elderly African-American woman shared with a group of young progressives, I was one of them, my ancestors all used to eat organic and grow their own food. It was not radical, it was just what we did before we made such a mess of things. Among all the militant vegetarians and vegans, some of us jokingly call ourselves freegans because we'll eat anything that's free. It's hard to figure out how to weigh lifestyle questions that can often entrench us in guilt and privilege. We have to have grace with each other and a little humour. So now our common worship response is Lord, you will guide me with your counsel and afterwards receive me with glory. Lord, you will guide me with your counsel and afterwards receive me with glory. For I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand and afterwards receive me with glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, you will guide me with your counsel, and afterwards receive me with glory. So our prayers today come from a mixture of Joyce Rupp and the Iona Worship Community Book. Let us pray. Eternal Presence, you are with me on my journey. You know the loneliness that wraps around my heart and leaves a void of sadness. Comfort me on my dreary days when emptiness is all I know. Do not let me succumb to isolated self-pity. Let me experience your presence. Fill my downcast spirit with your joy. Keep me close to your abiding love with every step I take. Amen. O Christ, the master carpenter, who at the last, through wood and nails, purchased our whole salvation, wield well your tools in the workshop of your world, so that we who come rough-hewn to your bench may be fashioned to a truer beauty of your hand. We ask it for your own name's sake. Amen. So let's join all our prayers together by saying the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. 
Amen. Well, thank you once again for joining me today. I look forward to being with you tomorrow, Thursday. Thursday, Thursday. I hope you have a jolly tip-top evening, day, whatever part of the day it is. Uh, And tomorrow will be Thursday. Yeah, I will be with you again tomorrow. So the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.